Hello, everybody, and welcome to Retro Rewind. Today, we are discussing Lethal Enforcers, and hopefully it won't be as bad as last week. Don't mind my cat. She's playing with a bag. All right, Craig, thank you for joining me for Lethal Enforcers today. Um, let's not make a mess of this. In case you didn't know, listener, that's Craig. Craig, listener. Hi. Hi. Please meet you. Uh, to get the stats out of the way, Lethal Enforcers was released in 1992 for various systems, uh, pretty much on everything known to man. Uh, Craig, where did you first play Lethal Enforcers? I must have played it not long after it came out, I would say. Must have been not long after. Well, I mean, were you an arcade, a home port? Oh, no, I had a home. I had the guns. I had everything that would have been in the uh, the Sega CD release of it. Oh, wow, Sega or Mega CD? Mega CD, Sega Mega CD, Sega Mega Drive CD. The Mega Sega CD. Um, the Mega Sega CD. So you actually had a Sega CD? Yeah. Oh man, you rich kid. I know. I had Echo the Dolphin on CD. That's how rich I was. I had money to burn. Well, I was going to say that's Echo how the, the universe Dolphin. punished you. I don't know. On CD. Um, I had a collection, small collection of two uh, Sega CD games that my grandparents bought me, even though I didn't have the system. And so for about 10 years, those games just looked at me and laughed. Aww. Because I never got a Sega CD until I got a job. On a plus note, a FIFA game and Lemmings are not worth letting sit on your shelf for about 10 years before you get to play them. <laughs> Lemmings, uh, in particular, will drive you insane. Uh, Craig, how do you feel about Lemmings? I love Lemmings. I'm actually... Really? I'm actually in the middle of playing through it just now as my wee side game. <laughs> oh, Craig, Be- I hate you. Because when I, when we were on, when I was on Abandonware, whatever website it was for the Typing of the Dead... I spotted lemons and I thought, do you know what? That's probably why I didn't play so much of Typing of the Dead was because I wanted to get into lemons. Lemons? Aye, I could lemon. get into lemons. Le- sorry, lemmings. There you go. Um, so that wasn't. A, I wasn't sure if that was a my daughter's learning to speak Chinese level joke or not, but I guess it's not. No, I actually. Do you not like lemons? Lemmings. I, I I don't I don't mind lemons. I love them in tea. Uh, but uh, I hate lemmings. Lemmings oh, is wow. what? Oh, I I I can't stand lemmings, dude. Really? Well, okay. So so first, I played it as a kid on the Sega Genesis, right? And uh-huh. it was one of those things where I I guess my grandparents noticed me playing it and must have thought, well, Dave enjoys this kind of thing. And um, they bought when they bought it for Sega CD. But I I hated that game. It I didn't quite oh. grasp it as a kid. So I would just have fun, you know, cranking that up to 100 and then exploding them all. But I, I could never get through maybe three or four levels if it was oh, something I just could not understand. The- no, I would used to be obsessed with it, and I'm, I'm re-obsessed with it again. Um, I, I've since gone back and played it, and while I think it's a really cool idea for a puzzle game, I think there's things about it that make it not work for me. Like, sometimes you have to be, like, like pixel per perfect on like where you put your basher or your builder or things like that and that rapid iteration of like oh okay i need to go a little more to the left restart the level 
Yeah. Drives me bonkers. Um, I mean, that would be one of my biggest complaints about it is you go and start trying to dig, but you're a pixel away from the wall, so you get the dig animation for one frame, and you've wasted your dig, <laughs> and it just keeps yep. on walking. <laughs> Damn it. Um. Anyway, that's Lemmings. So this has been a mini-review for Lemmings, uh, a little-known prequel to Lethal Enforcers, mm-hmm. actually. Yep. Uh, I, I played Lethal Enforcers in the arcade. I probably had a okay. Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. And yeah, they had that big pink and blue. You never picked the pink gun, Craig. I thought it was red, but yeah, okay. Oh, that's right. You wouldn't know. Oh, so you, you committed multiple social faux pas. Maybe you were picking up yeah, the pink I gun. Would, I would have probably picked up the pink one thinking it was red. But I, I, I mean, this was, I had it at home. I don't think I ever saw it in the arcade. Well, I'm trying to remember, like, way back to, like, our third episode, which you should not go listen to, uh, no, when don't. we talked about the arcade stuff. I don't remember. Were you, were you a big arcade rat? Um, At the time, I said I didn't really visit arcades. There was no arcades, but I remembered going to, like, the bowling alley, where there might have been one or two machines. And oh, okay. It would. I mean, Time Crisis was a staple. It was an absolute staple. It's a beast. I like. I love Time Crisis. I, I still love, love me Time, some time crisis. crisis. I wish I could have a light gun and a foot pedal in my living room. It would probably be a permanent fixture because I'd come home from work and I'd play some Time Crisis. It's it's a fantastic game. Um, so there was always Time Crisis. There was always like a dance dance game, and then there was like that third slot where things swapped in and out and. It, unfortunately, it was never another light gun game or anything like that. Ah, oh, that's a sh- uh, well. Um, at, like my arcade, when I when I had enough money to get a job, um, they were kind of closing it out or changing it mostly to ticket redemption games. Uh, uh, so you live in, if you live lost. in uh, Elmira, New York, listeners, you can go visit the ticket redemption game arcade, and maybe I'll see you there playing skee ball and crying over what used to be a lethal enforcer's cabinet. But um, so they were selling all their old their stuff they were getting rid of, and there was a choice between DDR, Time Crisis, and one other a game I can't really remember. But they were about eight hundred dollars, and I was working at the time, and it's like, well, okay, so that's like five checks. But I could probably swing it, and my dad said if I buy it, I'm moving out. Oh, and so I was like, free room and board. Or DDR machine. Yeah. I, I really should have went for the... I would have loved to have, like, a DDR machine in my house. Imagine how fat you would be. I I I would not be the mountainous blob of skin and fat that <laughs> I am now. <laughs> but anyway, so, listener, uh, I think we've covered Lethal Enforcers well enough. What about you, Craig? Uh, no, we need, to, we need to go into Lethal Enforcers. There's some things about Lethal Enforcers. Okay. Really make it special. Okay, so Lethal Enforcers it was kind of the first wave that I remember, where it is the photorealistic person with with short FMV scenes that it plays. So if you're if you know later ones, think like Area Fifty One. But um, yeah, they it's this kind of thing where it shows you a shooting gallery, FMV people pop up yelling one of three phrases, or like "You missed me, pig," or. Uh-huh. Well, what's it? I can't remember the other one that they just say over and over again. Oh God! I always got you missed me, pig. Yeah, you missed me, pig. Um, but yes, they pop up. Wait, 
a split second or so and then fire at you and you take damage and you have a certain amount of hit points. And that's pretty much all there is. Um, what do you have, Craig? <laughs> um, well, there's, there's a few things about this that I think are quite cool. So the first thing is you get your wee FMV intro. The, the structure of the game is six missions. Let's go for six missions. The first one being the bank job or yes, the bank robbery the bank. or something. Thank you. Uh, and you get a four pain, <clears throat> a four pain FMV introduction. These FMV clips last what half a second to a second or oh, something. Oh, if that, yeah, they're they're like very quick. Um, and then you're into you get straight into the game. So your FMV characters kind of turn out and try and shoot you, as Dave said. Uh, you've also got victims that you shouldn't be shooting who just seem to be able to casually stroll from right to left <laughs> across the gallery as you're shooting everyone else. It's absolute bunker nuts. Um, you get it's weapons very much a, well, on hold on, hold, Sorry, hold on a second. Mm -hmm. That, is, that is very much something we're used to in video games that has probably never happened in real life. But we all view as, oh, that's normal in a shootout, right? Because it yeah, happens yeah. all the time. <laughs> It's later on. You get you're in a chemical factory. In the last level, you're in a chemical factory, and there's all these guys with like chemical hazmat suits and a mask. And then I swear to God, there's like a businessman just walking across the screen. <laughs> it's just like what is or, going um, on here? I did the the Chinatown one. The Chinatown one was where I where I kind of skipped out. I'm like, yeah, I got this. Um, but why you would pop up from a window to yell "Don't shoot me" and then go yeah. back down? That's pretty uh, good. It's, it's good. Um, so apart from that, you've got weapons. You can shoot weapons, which you can keep and reload until you take damage. Uh, the first one that you come across is a wee glowing icon of a magnum, and you shoot it, and it goes, Magnum bullets, and you start shooting. You also get a shotgun. There's a rifle and a grenade launcher towards the end. And at the end of each scene, once you've killed everyone, um, there is a boss fight. So the first one, I, I absolutely and utterly think is mad because it's a guy in the back of a moving van and you've shot the <laughs> tiles and everything's jiggling and he's shooting a rocket launcher at you so you can shoot the rockets out of the air and then concentrate your fire on him. I, I think it's kind of like, it's really cool. I actually, I really enjoyed this mission structure, structure compared to House of the Dead from last week, the the more on the railsy type pulling you through the house to get to a boss which is in a 3D space this gallery type site, a 2D shooter is much more fun for me, it was just hilarious to play through, so I played through this with Amelie as well uh, I would imagine things it, like that first boss are way simpler with two people, oh god yeah I just, I concentrated on shooting everything that was coming towards her, uh, towards us and I just told her to shoot the boss Shoot, shoot, shoot. Now, you guys used controllers or... Yeah. like a, We were okay. both on thumbsticks. Uh, I was a mouse. Oh, a mouse would be so much simpler. <laughs> well, I, I played the arcade uh, version with a mouse and went, mm -hmm. this is kind of brain-numbing, you know? It, it's just, oh, yeah. point here and point there. Uh, and then I played the SNES version where I used the uh, thumbsticks. And yeah. I, I they didn't the the care wasn't there for like typing of the dead when they changed platforms.
because mm-hmm. there you can't get from the left to the right fast enough to shoot people sometimes. Oh yeah, definitely not. So I noticed that, that, that and then I played up until Chinatown. I wanted to play, you know, the same thing on different platforms. Um sorry, go ahead. Um no, the only the only other thing I was gonna notice, and it's something that you can sit and play through and if you enjoy it, it's it's funny. But you could have on a road scene while you're shooting people a two seater coupe type car with seven or eight enemies in it all popping out the window to try and shoot <laughs> at you. It's absolutely brilliant. Um I re- I really enjoyed this playthrough of this game. I think part of it was because I was playing with Amelie and part of it was just because I loved the game as a kid, but I was I I was all giggly when I was playing through it. Um, now see, I I think we should have switched up our picks. You should have picked Lethal Forces. I should have picked Typing of the Dead because for me, uh, being alone at least, like I wasn't playing with anybody. You know, Kelsey and Abby both looked at it and went, "No, no, I'm I'm good." And so I was like, "Okay." So for myself, like Typing of the Dead was way more engaging than this was. Although I remember renting this over and over again to try to beat it. We did beat it today with, oh crap, I remember that, I forget now. I think it was 27 credits we used in the arcade version and it was done. That's a that's a fair chunk of change. It is, it, it is you mostly lose lives when there hasn't been an affordance made for using the thumbstick. And obviously in the arcade version, there isn't. there was no reason yeah. for it to be. But you've got an enemy in the left and an enemy in the right. They both pop up and shoot at roughly the same time. And yeah, I had Amelie, but it happens even if you're playing it by yourself. And she wasn't the quickest at getting the enemies. So, you know, it's fine enough. Um, when I was kids, it would be me and my brother, and it would be like, all right, you take the left half, I'll take the right mm-hmm. half. And I don't think we ever beat it, though. Like, I don't remember ever finishing it when I was a kid. Because I think I you got recall. five credits on the SNES version. Oh, yeah, that's that's not, you're not going to get, well, I wouldn't get through it in five credits. Well, you, you pretty much have to memorize it. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, not the funny thing, that's completely not the wrong word. <laughs> a really nice touch, on the arcade version at least, is you can insert, obviously you can insert as many credits as you want. So I inserted 50 credits when me and Armley started our playthrough. And when you go to the continue scene, you press start to use one of your credits and it gives you your five or six lives back, your six hit. Five. five or six? It's five, five, and then and you can insert more coins to get more health back, so you can technically do it on your first quarter. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Oh, was, I'm sorry. Jeez. You can hit... I ended up pressing start like ten times at a time, and your hit counter thing, your wee life counter, just goes up, so it goes up to like 25. So you can get, <laughs> take 25 hits before you, before you die. Um, that's all I was going to say. Thanks very much, Dave. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. So, no. so if you see this in the arcade, go take out a small loan, get it in quarters, mm-hmm. and you should be able to finish this. Um, yeah. Well, what's twenty-seven Craig. quarters in dollars? Twenty-seven quarters. Well, what's twenty-seven divided by four? Craig, come on, quick, quick, quick! I've got no idea. Jeez, <sighs> what do you think I am? I'm six times four is twenty-four plus three. Uh huh. So you know, six dollars. Well, Which, not bad. when you're a kid, that's a small loan. I mean, when you're a kid, I I wouldn't have I 
when I messaged you saying I was going to play it, I was going to put a nine credits because <laughs> I could never commit to putting in ten. That double figured amount of credits is taking it too far. Um. So then, Craig, have you ever finished an arcade shooter in the arcade? I would absolutely and utterly, I'm 100% sure that I think I've finished Time Crisis. Whoa, good man. But if my memory of it finished, because I had it at home as well with the guns oh, okay. and the button on the side of the gun, my memory of it is finishing it. It's not of where I was when I finished it. Oh, that's fair enough. Um... When I was going to college, I used to have to drive by the arcade every day to get to college. Many days, I just couldn't get to college. Uh, I got stuck yeah. in the arcade for a very long time and went, oh whoops. But um, I had I had money coming at that point because I was also working. And uh, mm-hmm. I finished Silent Scope in the arcade. Remember that sucker? Oh, wow. Yeah. That monstrous gun was so cool. That was, that um, was very cool. And, and I finished uh, LA Machine Guns. I've not seen that. Uh, LA Machine Guns, uh, the gun is roughly double the size of Sniper, uh, Silent Scope Sniper. What, double the, like, double the size of the Sniper rifle that's on Silent like, Scope? as long, but double the width. It's supposed to be Holy. like a, um, like a, blah, blah, blah. I had a stroke now, a helicopter-mounted minigun is what you're using, and the thing just oh, wow. jiggles all the time. It was really fun. But, uh, so, so, Craig, now that um, we've burnt all our cast on Lethal Enforcers, let's talk light guns mm-hmm. for a second. Yes. So, what was, because we both love Time Crisis, right? Yep. Um, for me, one of the coolest ones was, there was that Jurassic Park game, do you remember that? Where the, the cabinet had the little curtain, and you would sit in yes! what looks like a Jeep, and then, yeah, uh-huh. that oh thing my God. was really cool. So, uh, listener, it was it was basically the front end of a Jeep that you got into, and you would sit on this little bench, and then you could close the little privacy curtains, because you don't want God knowing that you're shooting dinosaurs. Nope. And, uh, yeah, you would just basically be sitting in a Jeep, shooting the crap out of all these little velociraptors that would come at you. That was fun. Do you have any other, like, light gun games? I'm trying to think, was the you know, like, those big buck games... I seem to recall oh, a the hunting, hunting game. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it Big uh, Buck Hunter or is it? Yeah, it, it's like yeah, Big, Big Buck, Buck Hunter, game, Big Game Hunter, some, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I never played those because are you against? You know, uh, no, I've been I've been hunting. Uh, I brought okay. my Game Boy because it was incredibly boring to go hunting. But uh, no, because you see. When you're a young adolescent, Craig, and you're from a big city, you can't be seen doing rednecky stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I just I couldn't do it, man, because that was that was for the rednecks. Yep. Um, um what else was there? Point blank. Point blank. I think might be my favorite. Like Time Crisis is really close, but the mm-hmm. warrior awareness of Point Blank. Okay. Is yeah. really fun. Oh. I can't think it. The only other one I can think of is Virtua Cop. They're all really big ones. I can't think of anything niche. Uh, I can. And see, I never liked Virtua Cop. Ever. I thought the whole, like, crosshair thing that, that encloses. It's like, ah, that's kind of cheating. It's showing you where to shoot. 
Yeah, but I mean, it was handy. <laughs> <laughs> now, when when you played light gun games, were you a hold your gun in a serious pose? Or oh you hell a... yeah! Okay, so I'm... you were. Mm. You didn't yeah, do no gangster gu- style. Hold it sideways. No, you're never going to okay. shoot anything if you hold it sideways. Well, I mean, because let's be when we were kids, Craig, this was training us for how to defend mm. our home and country. I mean, even like Time Crisis, I was two-handed, which actually sets you up well for playing at home because you've got the button on the side of the gun. Honestly, yeah. I was I took it deadly serious. Ah, uh, so did I. Yeah, it was okay. You have to have your other hand under your uh, yeah because you know you got to be quick. Um, did you ever get any light gun based injuries? Because I have. Do you know what? No, the only thing that I can think of would maybe be my, me and my brother hitting each other with the guns <laughs> as opposed to anything. Well, you're just practicing pistol whipping. <laughs> exactly. What happened to you? Like, okay, so there was there's a game. I think it was Operation Thunderbolt, or maybe it was Operation Wolf. One of the two. And because we take these things seriously as children, um, it had sights on the gun, so you of course have to look down the sights. And so, you know, it, it was it was two it was a gun on a post. So imagine like a gun on a stick that swivels. Okay, yeah. Right. Um I got really close to it and I had my eye up to the sight and everything and then I pulled the trigger on the first bad guy and the slide kickback shot me right in the eye. Oh. And a nice big black eye from Operation Thunderbolt. Wow. Ow. But it was really cool because there were Uzis, and you know you hold the thing, and the thing is a clack 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 clack. It was really cool. I mean, that sounds cool, but not getting your getting one in your eye. If it helps any, most of my family laughed at me, oh, including enough. me. <laughs> um, yeah. Are we neglecting to mention anything about duck hunt? I think duck hunt is something. Well, I, you know, duck hunt. Well, there's two different types of light games, right? There's like your target games, and then your light gun shooters. Hmm. Did you play Duck, Duck Hunt as a kid? Yeah, Duck Hunt was... My cousin had the NES, and I want to say it was the first... It was definitely the first time I'd experienced that at home, and I was quite obsessed with it. And I remember being that young and trying to hold the light gun right up to the telly to try and, you know, like, <laughs> cheat. I, I just... I get very fond memories of that moment because it was so cool it was just a cool to have that technology at home was super cool oh yeah i I remember that like that feeling of like wow this is this is just amazing it's magic isn't it like it's actually magic uh once i learned how they did it uh, like my appreciation was like wow you guys were genius well do you know what i was going to ask there which you can explain is i know they don't work on lcds or led tellies or whatever how do they work Okay, so there's probably some engineer out there who's pulling his hair out of my explanation, but I'm like 85% sure I'm right. So inside the NES zapper, when you pull the trigger and it makes that cling, that wonderful Mm -hmm. noise. So there's a photoreceptor in there, and every time you pull the trigger, the screen flashes. So what it does is when the screen flashes for that millisecond, the whole screen goes black except for the target. The target glows bright white. And so all that's reading is, is the photoreceptor picking up that white square? If it does, it's a hit. Holy crap. It's genius, isn't it? 
Yeah. I Because I mean, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I thought as a kid I was like, well, this this obviously the gun is, you know, the sights are off. Uh making all kinds of excuses, but it's like, no, that's that's a really smart way to do it. That really is. Wow. And there's something about LCDs where they don't emit the flash or it doesn't read that kind of light. Mhm. I I'm not quite sure. That's but, um, super cool. I have a question for you, Craig. Go for it. Do you think Light Gun Games might be the ultimate casual game that almost anybody barring certain disabilities can play? Because, I mean, my grandparents used to play Light Gun Games with me, and they wouldn't touch anything else. Yeah, I think you might be onto something there. I think you might be onto something there up until you get to something like Wii Sports. Oh, well, I mean, I guess that kind of goes off that same notion of incredibly simple things controlling yeah. a game. You're right. It's it's the control. When you put a controller in someone's hand with buttons, it's an extra layer of difficulty. Whereas if you put a stick in someone's hand and say, waggle it, and it'll waggle on screen, that's you've nailed it. Or, you know, like, shoot, and it'll shoot Pull whatever you're Pull a trigger. Yeah, because yeah. everybody understands guns. Yeah. Um... And and when I was a kid, I used to get into um, not well. No, there were fists thrown sometimes. Uh, fights with my brothers mm-hmm. because uh, they preferred ticket redemption games. And Ugh. if they weren't playing ticket redemption games, they loved pinball. And I mm-hmm. preferred light gun games or you know regular old arcade games because what are you gonna do? You're gonna get a plastic spider and it's gonna be lost in ten seconds anyway. Who cares? Yeah, um, those ticket redemption games can die in a fire. Absolutely hate them. They're the fun, are... but you don't no. play them seriously. Like I want the no. tickets. I, the kids play them, and I'm just like, come, come on, kids, play something else. There's a, a big soft play area that we go to, where the kids are supposed to go into the soft play area and run about like madheads and get tired, but they go to the arcade section of it <laughs> Good and kids. get an, You know, they spend like a fiver each to get enough tickets to get a bag of candy floss or cotton candy. <laughs> like, oh, I would have just bought you the candy floss and you could have went and played, you know, I, I just... Well, I mean, I, I mean, they're learning, you know, this tastes better because I earned it. You know, you're I'm teaching sh- them to be good communists. Okay, fair enough. Right, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take that win. <laughs> um, uh, now, how do you feel about pinball? I like pinball, but I'm not the best at it. And I'm not a fan of, like, on the iPad, on the Switch, on the... Pl- I don't like digital pinball. I think it oh. needs that button and that feedback and the feeling in the machine kind of just giving that wee kick. I There's something about... Apart from Sonic Spinball, there's something about Ooh. everything. Ooh. I'm only kidding. I'm kidding. I know that, I know that would strike, strike a nerve. I've I've tried to play a few pinball games, but I get bored of them very quickly. Honestly, I'm exactly the opposite. I like digital pinball because you can do things you can't do, like boss fights in a pinball game are so much fun. Um, what you mean, like, like Final Fantasy Fifteen, that terrible pinball esque boss fight game? Now I remember somebody saying they really enjoyed that, Craig. I liked it, but I, I, it's not, it's not pinball. It's not pinball. Aha, I've caught you in a lie. Craig, you lose. Um, damn. No, 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 damn. no. Like, 
like actual pinball games where, you know, you hit enough flippers to, oh, I've engaged the boss fight. And you fight the boss fight by hitting the ball into the boss. There's a bunch of games to do that. And they're really fun. Like Kirby has one. And then there's like Devil Crush and uh, Alien Crush. And it's just cool. They have progression to them. Uh, regular pinball. Because, you know, I played your Adams Family uh, pinball tables. I played your Jurassic mm-hmm. Park, your Terminators, all the. They always feel too cramped. Like if they were like a foot and a half longer to where you had some travel time on the ball, maybe I'd like it. But I've walked away from countless pinball tables because I'm bored, not because I'm out of balls, you know? Okay. I get you. And not that I'm maybe, really good at it either. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to maybe I need to try pin because I'm thinking I haven't played any pinball game apart from that Final Fantasy one. On a, on a computer that actually had a gamey element to it. I seem to remember playing, like, the space one on Windows. Oh, or, Space Cadet? <laughs> yeah. Or, or pinball. It feels more like a pinball simulator that's just a table. Oh, and oh, th- yeah, yeah, like, trying to realistically portray. Yeah, trying, like, a video yeah. gamey one. Uh, Super Mario Pinball Land is a lot of fun. Um, Super. Pinball Super of the Final. Dead. Pretty good. Is it like Typing of the Dead, except pinball? It's House of the Dead, except with pinball, yeah. You know, you gotta Ooh. bump little zombies as they come out. And, uh, I would say Alien Crush or Devil... Were you more of an occult theme or a sci-fi theme kind of guy? I've been questioning this over the past wee while because I finished playing Near and thought, I really enjoyed that because it was sci-fi as shit and I love sci-fi. I am very much there and then I started Dragon Quest and I'm like I'm really enjoying this what is going on here I can't quite fight and then I was I had a conversation with myself in the car and it t- almost a week's worth of commuting I didn't listen to podcasts I didn't listen to music nothing I was talking to myself about whether I preferred dra- um, oh my god Daniel said Fantasy. Dragon Quest Dragon Age or Mass Effect and I was like oh. what did I prefer and I was to and from work and it kept on coming up with well I preferred Mass Effect because of this this and this and Dragon Age because of this this and, this. and I'm, I still haven't got to the bottom of it I think I just pref- I'd like them both <laughs> at the well, end of okay, the day so Alien Crush is uh, sci-fi you know there's some xenophobes in there and it's all aliens and stuff like that mm. uh, Devil's Crush is your you know your demons and skeletons and all this fun stuff so you take your pick there Okay. Uh, but those are generally, like, Alien Crush and Devil Crush are considered some of the best video pinball games by people that like pinball. Okay, I've looked. I've got Alien Crush on my screen. It's old. It's old. Yes. Yeah, Turbo Graphics. Wow. Oh, there's um, an Alien I've heard, Crush Returns. Hmm. I've Airzone. heard uh, people like uh, the Metroid Prime pinball. I've heard people mm-hmm. like that. That's video gamey. So yeah, there's just plenty to choose from, okay. whatever flavor you feel like. I will have a bash at one, and I will report back next week. Next or next, yeah, next retro um, rewind. Um, so like a variety of pinball tables, you can also choose a variety of light gun games. <laughs> yes, brought it back. Um, wow, smooth. Uh, um, I, it's lethal enforcers, guys. This was a mistake. <laughs> I don't think it was a, you get it, do you know what it's a lot the story goes a lot like 
die hard or something like that. It's it's extreme. There's a general on the wing of a plane that's trying to take off with a grenade launch a rocket launcher trying to shoot you. You know, there's a helicopter, an Apache helicopter shooting at you, explosions everywhere and you're trying to shoot the pilot. It's really kind of big, stupid action. And I think it's got a certain charm to it because of that, to be honest. I'm oh, feeling no, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm not saying about the game, because I think the game oh, is fun and it, it's, okay. it's just good to play. I meant, so if you had taken out all the pinball talk, all the uh-huh. arcade talk, all the yep. other light gun game, how long do you think this episode would be, Craig? Oh, like two or three minutes. <laughs> it, it would be pretty, pretty short. Yeah. So... To let's see, we've we've gone we've gone a half hour. So mm-hmm. let's um let's talk about Craig's next pick because uh, I have problems with Craig's next pick. Okay, so my next pick uh, begins with an S because them's the rules, and there's only them's really the one one game that begins with X that X the S that I S. could think of. I know, and that is Snatcher, and. I messaged Dave and said, how would you feel about playing Snatcher? I know it's not quite your cup of tea, because I know it's not your cup of tea, (laughs) but it's been on my to playlist for an absolute age. Like, I've just never had the excuse to play it or the time to play it, but this will afford me the time to play it. And what better way to celebrate that than by dragging Dave along with me? Well, so problem number one here that I can see is... Snatcher is going to be interesting to try to cram into a half hour if you're going to try to finish it. Okay. So it at least should be a meaty episode. Um, I, I've i played through Snatcher once, like, a long time ago. When I bought that Sega CD to play Lemmings was mm-hmm. when I played through Snatcher. Um, I don't remember much. I remember some massive Kojima bullshit going on there. But okay. What We're is bad? Play it. Is it what is bad, or is it something a bit else, different? Uh, you got to sound more like Mr. Mackey. Is war is bad? Okay, war is bad. War is bad. Yeah, <laughs> and love can bloom on a battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it it is. You'll notice some stuff. I'm sure you'll notice some okay. stuff. Um, well, but how long? How yeah. long to beat Pegs at, at nine hours for full eight hours just for the story? So eight it's hours it's not very long at all. No, I'm... Like, in terms... And you're adventure game savvy. Yeah. So it might not even take you that long. I'm super excited. I'm super excited about it. I think it's the most super excited I've been about a Retro Rewind in quite some time. That's weird, Craig. <laughs> yeah? Oh. Um, now, I, I, am, well, I am always down to help a man get something off of his backlog. So... It'll be interesting. I'm going to try, since I haven't gone back to it in a very long time, I'm going to hit it with open eyeballs, mm-hmm. and I am going to try to drop the uh, preconceived notions that I'm going to go in with it. I can't say I'll succeed, but we're going to find yeah. out. It, yeah, it might turn out to be another Psychonauts, where it turns out better than what you remember it. Maybe. 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 Push. Uh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um... And I would say our next pick, but we can't do that here. We, we got to surprise yeah. you people. So we will see you next time where we talk about Hideo Kojima's, or sorry, Hideo Kojima. Because that's how you really say his name. I always say it wrong. Talk about Kojima's 
Blade Runner ripoff. <laughs> Craig, say goodnight to the fine people. Oh, uh, good night. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Oh, uh, don't forget, if you want to suggest a game for us, you can do it on the website. That's it. We're done. We're out of here. Goodbye. Bye.